The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Jody, I am totally ready. I'm so super psyched about our show today. You know why? Why? <laughs> because we're going to talk about a small business and and how a small business owner took an idea and saw a need and created basically, you know, a whole clothing business. line. A yes. business. A business. A business. I'm I'm so super psyched because you know businesses start for a variety of reasons, especially those small one-person solopreneur businesses, right? Absolutely. I mean, small businesses start for so many different reasons. I mean, some people are working in corporate America and they hate it. And so they say, oh, like I want to do my own thing. And they, they jump ship and they start a consulting business. Other I would know nothing about that. Oh yeah, nothing. <laughs> right. Um, other businesses like are like, oh my God, I have this great idea and I'm going to go find investors and we're going to do funding and I'm going to invent this really cool thing, whether or not there's a market for it. We got some of those. And then there are also small businesses that just kind of evolve and um, just happen. And it's amazing to me how there's so many different business owners and so many different flavors of small business. And they're all like unique and awesome in their own way. Exactly. You know, and a lot of business owners, I think, start their business because they see sort of a, a lack in the market or they're looking for something that isn't there. And so they go for it and they try to create something that fills that gap. And so I'm so excited to to introduce our guest, who I am actually a huge fan of and a, and a big customer of, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> um, and we have today on the show Natasha Nolan, and who owns Mama Hen. And Mama Hen is a small business specializing in handmade clothing and accessories for babies and children uh, with a few items offered in adult sizes as well. She, I have to say, I'm a big fan of her leggings. I have four pairs <laughs> and every place I go, I get compliments on the leggings. And I'm like, Mama Hen, Mama Hen, Mama Hen. So I'm like a walking billboard. <laughs> billboard. So um, as a business owner, Natasha has focused on producing a well-made, unique, functional and fabulous product with accountability and superior customer service. Yes. Every item is handcrafted with attention to detail in a cozy studio in Maine. And um, 
Natasha has been crafting and art making for as long as she can remember, um, but it was becoming a mom that turned her focus to children's apparel and accessories because she was dismayed by how gendered and stiff so much of the clothing available for babies and children is. Mama Hen set out to build a wardrobe of soft, welcoming, and well-fitting garments for her child. Um, Natasha strives to reduce Mama Hen's environmental impact by repurposing fabric scraps using organic fabrics whenever possible and making products that will last a lifetime welcome to the show natasha yay so happy to have you thank you thank you for having me i'm so glad to be chatting with you both today yeah, it's it's really fantastic because I really, uh, you know, I love your stuff. I know you know that. I started out. I saw you on Facebook, and I ordered uh, one of your baby sets for a friend of mine who just adopted a two week old baby. And it was like, I was like, I have to get this for them. And they were so excited to get it. It was like a little beanie cap, and it was like a blanket, and it was like these pants that are called grow with me pants which you know I fit I think fit um you know somebody a baby that was just born to all the way to the first year so it's a pretty cool um pretty cool what you're doing and so I guess I've been chatting enough about it we should really start talking to Natasha here but so how did how did how did your business come about you know tell us the story of how mama hen was born Well, as you already mentioned um, in your intro, I've been crafting for a long, long time. Um, And I I was also an an art educator for a long while before I had a child. And then um, my spouse and I moved to Maine, um, moved back to Maine. It was a a back to for me, at least. And um, we had our first child. And... um, I decided not to go back to work. Um, I had been teaching art to adults with disabilities, um, and I decided not to go back to that job because I have just waited so long to be a mom. I didn't want to miss a single moment. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I was home with my kiddo and um, crafting for him, um, and I started to have people ask me, well, where did you get this bib of his, or where did you get those pants or those leggings, or, you know, where did you find that blanket? And um, I I just (laughs) started to notice that there was a need, that people were interested Mm -hmm. in the things that I was making for him. And so I started to make a little bit more um, for friends or family or, you know, custom sets for um, people that I knew. And um, by the time he was six months old... um, I just decided that I would give it a whirl. I, I honestly at that point had, and that was only just two years ago, um, had no idea that, that like Mama Hen was going to be or could be a legitimate business. I really just thought, well, it'll be a hobby. I'll just craft a little bit when um, my kiddo's napping. Um, so it's, it's actually blown my mind a little bit. I, I'm excited to talk about being an entrepreneur, but I also want to say that I'm coming at it with a lot of humility because um, I can tell you what I've learned, but um, I definitely didn't start this out feeling like I was a very business savvy person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that makes sense. And that, you know, you just started doing something that you wanted you to loved. do. Yeah. And then you saw like people were really interested in what you were doing and willing to like pay you for it, you know? And so... Yeah. You know, so was there a specific moment that you were like, oh, this is actually becoming a business and I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to, like, keep up with everything that's going on? 
definitely. Um, the moment was when I broke my arm. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Uh, and I couldn't sew for a, a period of time. And um, I realized in that time that, like, oh, Mama Hen has actually taken on some momentum. And now that I'm not able to attend to it in the way that I was, um, uh, things are starting to pile up a little bit. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, it just, it sort of gave me some perspective that, oh, this is actually more than a hobby and, um, there, there is a need and there is interest. And, and the other, the other thing was just in starting to make, um, the grow with me pants, which I have to, I have to just say that's not my pattern and it's not my concept. I can't take credit for that. It's a mm-hmm. pattern by Max and Mina. Um, it's a fantastic pattern. There are lots of crafters that make that pattern, um, I believe that I have, I put my own spin on it just in the fabric choices that I, that I, the, the selections of fabric that I use and, and the, um, the quality of fabrics that I use and then the way that I pair them together. Um, mm-hmm. At one of, at an event that I was at a Mama Hen house party, actually, I, I overheard one mom sort of debating over a couple of different pairs of pants and another mom said to her oh you have to get this one and she pointed to one that was very bright and bold and contrasty and she said if you're gonna go mama hen you have to go with bright colors and high (laughs) contrast and it just made me smile because it made me realize that without even knowing it I had sort of branded myself as you know having this aesthetic um that was just authentic to me. I, I'm an artist. I love color. I love to have lots of saturated color. I like to put bold pairings together where there's contrast and um, and visual interest in that way. Um, and so it made me smile to, to realize that I hadn't even intended for that to be like a, a brand of, you know, a, an aesthetic mm-hmm. that... Right that was authentically me, but it had happened anyway. And, and yet here was this mom who doesn't know me and um, kind of spouted yeah. my brand for me. <laughs> so I yeah. just sat back and listened and smiled and felt really proud and happy. Um, but so certainly that product is a really charismatic product. And again, I can't take credit for it. It's a great product because parents work really, really hard for the money that they earn. And, and and we all do. Everybody works hard. But when you're a parent and you want to give your kid the best of everything, you want them to be dressed well and, you you know, you, of course you, you want them to look cute and, and also have really high-quality clothes that are going to last for a long time. And it can be such a bummer to invest in um, – handmade clothing or ethically sourced clothing and then have them grow out of it after only mm-hmm. sometimes literally two or three wears. Um, so this so when you, last- um, when you broke your arm though, did you like then hire someone to sew the clothes or how did that like evolve the story? No, I, um, I when I broke my arm, I just, <laughs> I, I asked for patience. I just, you know, um, stayed human and told folks I, I'm, I'm out of commission right now. And yeah. I kept ordering fabrics. I kept looking for, for good fabrics and ordering fabrics and then posting photos of the fabrics and asking for pre-orders. Um, so I was just, I, I, I gained a, a list of people and orders over that six weeks um, that I was healing. And as soon as I was able I, I to sew again, I had a long list of orders to fill. And I was, you know, conscientious of my own limitations, so I didn't ask anybody to pay for their pre-orders. I just asked them to, you know, I'll, 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 
I'll send you an invoice when I start sewing <laughs> so that I right. you so know you were that- building loyalty, right? Like you were building this fan base of people who are like, yeah, like I want it and I can't have it now. And like, and they were counting on you or, you know what I mean? Like, so they were really like engaged in your whole process as well as product. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you both today is just that, like, being human, I think, is, is a really important part of being a small business. Just telling people, this is, this is where I'm at right now, and I'm going to communicate with you, and I'm going to take care of you, and I expect you to be patient with me. And, um, <laughs> and because yeah. I'm being open and honest, I'm just, I'm just a person, you know. Um, and yeah. that's part of what working with a small business is what people really seek is is to actually connect to a, another human in this transaction. Yeah, it's about transparency, you know, and Jody and I talk about that a lot in business cuz Jody talks cuz Jody is all about transparency in her business and I am too. So, I think it's you know, really being like you said human and sharing where you are in the process and I think, you know, you do a tremendous job on social media like on Instagram and on Facebook, you know, showing you know, your child and, and um, you know, the amazing fabrics you have and like, you know, doing the special deals that you're doing. I mean, it's you're really you have really built up a fan base. Um, and I think it's and I think it shows, you know. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk to Natasha all about um how she finds her, you know, how her, how her customer base has grown and, you know, how, what your materials you use. So stay, so stay tuned. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com.
whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Padar. And our guest today is Natasha Nolan. She owns Mama Hen, which is based out of Maine. Uh, and she creates amazing kids' wear and adult wear, uh, home handmade, homemade, um, using, you know, organic materials when she can. And, um, yeah, I have to say, I'm a big fan of Mama Hen. And what I love about the leggings is that, you know, I'm usually usually wear black leggings. I'm in New York, I'm wearing black leggings. But now I moved to Oregon, and I'm like, wow, color, like patterns, flowers, moons, <laughs> I like it all. You know, and it's just, it, they're fun, and it makes me feel youthful. I think it really gets, you know, comes to me like, oh, it, it really, um, it, it just brings out the youthfulness I think in me which I really really like and are you um, having a midlife crisis <laughs> <laughs> no I actually you know what I think is it's like it's fun yeah you would say that because I moved to Oregon and now I'm telling you that I'm wearing colorful leggings but you know what? I'm like whatever I was wearing pink glasses the other day that are not even like real glasses so you know I think it's important to have fun in life you know life can be a little serious sometimes so um, and Mama Hen helps me do that, and I feel good about it because I'm supporting a small business and wearing really nice pants. So, um, but what I love about also what I love about Mama Hen is that it's, you know, a lot of times when we buy kids' clothes, we go in and it's like, oh, pink for girls, boys, uh, blue for boys. And I, I have to say, like, I have young people in my life, and I'm the type of person that will get a little girl like a brown park slope food co-op t-shirt because i'm just like i'm not gonna buy you a pink shirt you probably have so many people buying you pink shirts um so i appreciate that um the clothing that you make is very um it can go it's gender free you know it's like you have multiple patterns and multiple colors and i think it's just really beautiful the way you present that and um it's for anybody really so i think that's a really really cool thing um, so if you're really, you know, for any listener out there who's sick of buying their kids, you know, a certain color, I, I really encourage you to check out, um, Mama Hen's page because it's, it has amazing patterns and colors and, um, it's really for everybody. So, okay. I know I'm just like, whew, going at it for you here at Mama Hen. So, um, <laughs> so, I mean, how do you, you said you started your business because people asked you you know, about the things that you were carrying around or wearing. And um, how did you, how has your customer base grown since you've actually been in business, which I guess is about a year or something? It's Yeah, it's um, it's been about two years. And okay. uh, you just perfectly illustrated how my business has grown. I would say that most of my um, 
fan base or, or customer following has um, grown through word of mouth, through exactly what you just did, through saying, <laughs> this is a product that I use. It's a product that I buy to gift to other people. It's something that I've come to just really know that when I ha- when I need a l- new little something for my kid or myself or um, my friend who's having a baby, I know I can trust Mama Hen. Um, and so I, 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 again, I have to sort of <laughs> approach this with a, a lot of humility and say that um, a lot of my customers do the work for me. They've really helped me to reach more and more people. When I have a big sale or when I have some, a new product that I really want to get out there, I will, I will ask people. I'll post and I will ask, please share, please share this, please share it on your wall, please let other people know about this, and um, and and folks do, um, and I get. So you're more like a marketer's and- dream in that you create raving fans without even really intentionally setting out to do that. You just created a really great product that everybody loves, and you have all these um, raving fans now walking around talking about you, which is word of mouth <laughs> marketing at its finest. And if you <laughs> Um, amplify it via social, it becomes exponential, which is probably what you found fairly quickly is that it went beyond Maine and now like you're shipping stuff all over the place. Yeah. Yep. I I mean, I ship all over the country because I also have friends all over the country and those friends have purchased things for themselves and then purchased things for their family and their friends. And then it grows from there. I mean, it's all these, it's this ripple effect. It just keeps growing and growing and the circle gets bigger. Um, I also have the added benefit that I make clothing. So I make things that are visible. So I have lots of people who tell me, oh, I'm coming to you because I was at a playground the other day and I complimented, um, you know, I, I, I told a parent that I really liked her her kids' leggings, and she told me Mama Hen. And so here I am ordering from you. Um, so it, it, it definitely helps that I have a product that you can really see. Um, so that I, I think that's beneficial to folks that I, uh, you know, over folks that I, I know that have businesses that offer a service. It's harder to see a service. Um, so I, I know that I'm lucky that I have a product that folks can see and compliment. But, you know, that I, I also will take some credit for the fact that my product looks nice, you know, and it mm-hmm. washes well and it wears well. And so um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a high-quality product that is fun and funky and unique and different. And so people do at a playground or at a, um, you know, birthday party, they, they see it and they say, oh, that's not from Target. <laughs> you know, that didn't come from Carter's or, or so, Old Navy. And, right. and I'm interested in it. Do you still so enjoy, so do you still enjoy sewing though now that like you're making so much stuff, right? Like, cause like it started out as a hobby and now like when somebody wants you to do something, has it kind of changed the tone of it or how is that working? No, not at all. I, I definitely still enjoy sewing. That's my happy space. It's my it's my me time. Um, I know that I know. Eventually, in this hour, we'll talk about business stuff, and that stuff is not as you know natural to me. So that's the place where I, it feels a little bit um, like drudgery. But no, every product that I make, I still love it. I still feel accountable and connected to it. I'm excited to send it away. I'm hopeful that I'll get a photo in return, and I just, you know, I, I still love every single stitch that I sew. It doesn't feel tedious to me. It just feels exciting. Um, and yeah. that, 
you know, even even as the time that I spend at my machine grows. So now as the business grows, it's become more than just a nap time business. I, I do have um, helpers with child care. So I send my kid to half days and full days of care, um, depending on the week and depending on my workload and depending on the availability of my care providers. Um, and so even when I'm sitting at my machine for six or seven hours in a day, I'm still so happy doing it. <laughs> and that's yeah. a, I think that's a really big key to success. You know, you have to love what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I also want to say that I talk about the experience too that you provide. I mean, even though you're you're giving you're selling a product, you know, you the way it's very easy to order from you. You make it really seamless, and then you know you get this really great package in the mail with a really cute Mama Hen logo on the envelope, and you know the label is safety pinned to the the leggings. Or the item, it's just very, the detail, I think, is really, for somebody like me that really appreciates that, it's like, oh, yes, I like this, this is so nice, too. It's an experience, you know? And so, um, so yeah, you've really created something that you have the product and you have the experience, and you're just, it seems like you're just growing by leaps and bounds. I mean, that's at least what I can see on, on social media. I don't know. Uh, I would hope that's true. But, um, you know, have yeah. you... Have you so you've had to you know carve out some space to actually do the business now and um, how do you how do you balance the motherhood piece with you know working at home and doing putting in the time at the sewing machine that you need? Yeah, that's that's been something that I've really had to tackle over the last six months um, as Mama Hen has grown by leaps and bounds. Um, is just that it, there was a time that it felt stressful to, to where both being mama hen and being mom um, mm-hmm. felt stressful, and I felt like I wasn't being very successful at either one of them because I was trying to balance them. I was trying to do them both at the same time, and they really need to have their own separate space. It's important for right. my son to have undivided attention from me um, and to not feel like he is second to me responding to an email or, um, you know, packaging up envelopes. Um, But it's also important that I respond to my customers in a timely way. That's really important to me. So it has been a matter of... um, of me finding finding some extra child care for um, for my son, so that I'm able to spend um, a whole day sewing, which means that maybe during some nap times I can respond to some emails and send some invoices and catch up on some business stuff or order fabric. Um, and then when my kiddo is awake, I can just be with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, other little things like we, I, I'm old school. I physically go to the post office with my packages. I know I could print labels. I could have um, my packages picked up. Um, but like you said, I love drawing my little, I love drawing my chicken on my envelopes. Yeah. And I like and, and believe that my customers love to see that chicken in their mailbox. And so it's really important to me to draw that on and to not print a label for my computer, um, which looks pretty generic and is just not as exciting. Um, so I, I'm old school, and my son and I go together to the post office, and that's become, you know, a thing that we share. An adventure, that right. 
said, it, yeah, it's both Mama and it's Mama Hen. And we know the people that work there, and we know them by name, and we talk to them about the holidays, and we bring them cookies when we, you know, when we have the time. Yeah. And when the weather's nice, we walk there so that we get some exercise. So um, there, are, there are ways that um, both being a parent and being Mama Hen can, can overlap. And, um, you know, and certainly my son has, has also been a, a huge um, helper in just experiencing the product. I don't want to put out a product that um, when I develop a new product or when I start a new pattern or I'm trying to figure out sizing, he's my, he's my guinea pig. And, um, and that's great for me because I know that I'm putting something out there that has been, you know, has been doing chores out in the yard with me and has been gardening and has been to a playground and that the seams don't rip and the, you know, that it's been washed over and over again and the colors stay true. And, um, so there, there are nice ways that the, the two can overlap. And then there are ways that I need to really keep them separate and that that has had a little bit of a learning curve for me, but I'm, I am, I am getting it figured out at this point. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's really true of a lot of mompreneurs, because I think a lot of times, you know, like these these small businesses evolve because of wanting to have something, I'll say, to do while your child is still very young, and then they really take off. And the sometimes, well, a lot of times, the business itself becomes a second child or a third child or whatever, and then it's finding balance again. Um, you know, I'm in a similar place. Um, my kids are older now, they're teenagers, but I started my firm when my son was four years old and he went back to school. So like it was, again, that reestablishing boundaries and balance and stuff like that. But I think it's good for small business owners to hear that, yes, you can. And I want to say, yes, you can do it all. It just has to have a time and a place and you have to kind of work through those boundaries yourself and figure out really what's important and how it all can work together. Because I think um, moms are the most under, I mean, now we're getting a lot more, um, I'll say PR for all the work we do, but moms who run businesses really are, um, they can balance it and they can be successful at both. Yeah, absolutely. And also I'll just want to hit back on that that statement I made at the beginning that um, that Liz said that both of both you and Jody that both of you really agree with, which is transparency. You know, if I am not able to respond to somebody right away, yet I feel that it's really important to to my um, the standards I hold myself to for customer service. I feel it's important for them to hear back from me. I'll let somebody know, hey, I'm with my kid today. We're at a playground, but I'll I'll message you back as soon as I'm able, and just that you know four seconds that it takes to send that off to somebody, um, I think makes the world of difference. And it, and it also, it helps with the sort of isolating feeling that can happen, especially with stay at home or work at home moms, um, for another mom to be like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like she's mama hen, but she's also just the mom to her kid and she's at a playground or her kid has a fever today or, you know, just being transparent and letting folks know where you're at makes makes a lot of uh, makes a lot of difference in can, keeping that human aspect in the you know in your business yes exactly so we're we're going to actually take a quick break but when we come back we're going to talk to natasha a little bit more about the business side of things so stay tuned
whether the market's up or down. Or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and we are... Uh, um, let's get radical. And we are talking to our guest today, Natasha Nolan of Mama Hen. And um, before I get going in my favorite segment of the show, which is our financial underwear drawer, um, I have to give a quick shout out to Intuit for sponsorship. So that uh, we really appreciate them being part of our show and sponsoring um, the show as well. Uh, yeah. So it's just awesome. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> Love you, Intuit. But- <laughs> yeah, but I want to really get into like the nitty gritty stuff of the business um, that Natasha's had experience as she's gone through this growth of going from, you know, having a baby to starting a business and kind of the the detail of who she sought out to get help as she traveled down this path. So, Natasha, when you started, did you ever reach out to an attorney or to a CPA to get some guidance on how to go 
kind of to transition from the hobby to the business, or how did you kind of figure that piece out? Um, well, I have to give a shout out to my dad. We'll just call him Grandpa Hen for now. <laughs> um, he he was a corporate controller. He was a corporate controller for a long time, and he, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so he he's always sort of like this birdie on my shoulder that sometimes I want to shush away. Um, <laughs> just you know, saying, "Have you thought about this? And what are you doing about that? And don't forget to save your receipts. And have you clocked your mileage? Um, and you know, making sure that I'm doing all of the things that I need to do and keeping all of my ducks in a row. So. Certainly, um, I, I, I have to give a big shout out to Grandpa Hen, um, and I'm sitting, I'm sitting in his, his big daddy chair uh, in his house right now while they're watching my kiddo. So, um, you know, he's been a huge help in just making sure that I have all my ducks in a row and that I'm able to um, manage the business side. I also have a friend who might be a good guest on your show, actually, the Wiser Miser, um, my friend Lynn, I'm going to give a shout out to her. She she's been picking my brain a little bit as a small business owner, but in exchange in these conversations that we had under the guise of me, I guess giving her information, she's dropped some phenomenal tidbits that have saved my business a lot of time and money and a lot of stress. Um, so, and she does personal uh, personal budgeting and and financial mm-hmm. planning for for families and and. Uh, just helping them also go through the emotional baggage that comes along with dealing with finances. So big shout out to Wiser Miser. Um, so game. between the two of them, they've really helped me stay on track with the stuff that doesn't come as instinctively to me. I'm, I'm, it, it's instinctive to me to be creative and to sew well and to... Um, talk to people and connect to people and make them feel comfortable and seen and heard while they uh, order something from me. Um, It's not as instinctive to me to learn about taxes and to think about um, all of the other ways that I need to be compliant. Um, I didn't contact an attorney, but I did did read up on um, consumer product safety and make Mm -hmm. sure that my products were compliant and... um, and part of that is um, not actually about managing the finances, but about tracking my fabrics. Um, because I'm making clothing that goes on children, it's really important that oh, um, yeah. that I have that that I'm that I'm compliant with um, with my, notice, my my notices that all of my products that go out for kids. Um, are clearly labeled that these are not flame retardant chemicals, that the the fabrics are not treated with flame retardant chemicals and things like that are really important to cover my own liability and also just to, to, um, to make the parent aware. A lot of parents these days don't want to have their kids in clothing that has flame retardant chemicals on it. Um, but there's a reason for flame retardant chemicals in clothing for children. And so, you know, it's important that I cover myself and, and make sure that that's, um, clear in my products. Um, and, and also I have to, every single product that goes out, even to you, Liz, even the, the leggings that you've ordered from me, I track those fabrics so that if there was mm-hmm. ever a recall on the fabric, I know what bolt it came from, where wow. I ordered it from, so that if a recall were to happen, I would be contacted from the manufacturer that I purchased from, and then I would be able to 
quickly and concisely and easily contact the people who purchased items made from those specific bolts. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is so, really interesting to me because I forget about like all the regulatory stuff that small businesses have to go through just to do like, like to sell. And, and I don't want to make it sound simple, but just to sell like um, some leggings, right? And all the right. business side that really is there that has to be organized by that small business owner and researched and, and checked out. That's like beyond the sewing piece. So do you make time for this like two hours a week or how do you balance the, um, you know, the compliance piece, the operational piece versus like the fun stuff, which to you is sewing? Some of it just happens naturally. So when I'm when I'm ordering fabric, I, I I'm 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 getting information about the bolts that I'm wearing or that I'm ordering as I order it, and I can plug it right in to to my list as it goes. So that's not something I need to set time apart for. It's something that's happening um, kind of parallel with other aspects of my business. Um, to sit down and 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 so. Also, I'm in transition with with my financial underwear drawer um, because I recently <laughs> moved away from Etsy and onto my own website. And the wonderful thing about my website, which is powered by Shopify, is that for a, a really nominal monthly fee, um, $15 a month, I can have my shop connected to QuickBooks. And so nice. as long oh, as nice. I put in the work of putting a SKU number on each of my items, which will connect it back to those bolts of fabric, as I, as I mentioned before, um, Shopify will, will keep track of, you know, so the automated, product, so you're not product made with that. Y and Z fabrics was sent to this person on this day. And, um, and that takes care of all of that for me. So that's, that's been a good transition that I'm still sort of in the midst of. Um, and it certainly is worth $15 a month to me. It saves me a lot more than $15 a month in time. So what has been one of your biggest challenges since starting? I think just, um, <laughs> I think sort of just trusting my instincts has been, mm-hmm. has been a challenge. I think that we all, um, I think all humans, um, get to a point where we get a little bit too heady and, and sort of forget that, that we're, we're good at what we do and that trusting your instincts is really important. So um, the moments that I've veered away from what is my authentic voice, which has become my, my brand, um, and, and try to give people what I think they want have been the moments that Mama Hen has sort of fizzled or flopped. Um, mm. So it, it's, it's been a, a really important lesson to me that I should just make what I want to make and that people will buy it instead of making what I think people want to buy and then hoping that they do. Um, mm-hmm. But so, I mean, yeah, does that, does that answer your Yeah, question? no, that totally <laughs> answers my question. I'm just curious, what was it that you made that you thought people wanted? That didn't well, pan out the way well, you wanted so, it Well, so, yeah, I, as you mentioned, I, I do try to make a lot of things that are gender neutral. It's really, it's my preferred aesthetic to um, not, not just go all earth tones. I love earth tones, but I really love color. I just don't believe that, you know, any color has any gender. And my favorite color is blue, and my son's favorite color is pink. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way that, 
we are, and I don't wear a lot of pink, and I don't put him in a lot of pink, but he loves pink, and so now I'm making him more pink clothes, and that's great, <laughs> um, yeah. because now he's able to express that. But for a while, um, you know, there's always there's always the folks that say to me, well, what do you have for girls? And I say, well, I have... 200 pieces in my shop right now, they're all for girls. Right. Like, what, right. What's not right. for girls? Like, any of them are for girls. And Or what do you have right now for boys? Or, like, you, you only have leggings. Those are just for girls. And I said, no, they're absolutely not just for girls. But, you know, uh, for a while, I kind of took that to heart, and I thought, oh, well, I lost that customer. That customer didn't want to buy anything from me because I didn't have anything really gendered. And mm-hmm. so there was a period of time that I did think, oh, well, this isn't really my style, this pink pattern with butterflies on it, but it's very girly. Like, there's no denying that this is a girly pattern, so I'm going to buy it. And I bought it and made things with it, and then it just took me forever to, to get them sold. And, wow, you know, eventually I had to mark them down or, or what have you. It, it made me realize that just trusting my own my own instincts of what I want to buy and staying authentic to, to my brand was going That's- to ultimately that's funny too because like I love it like when kids are little like my well so my daughter was first so my son wore the pink sleeper because I wasn't buying new sleepers so so I I mean I love it just from even a budget conscious thing is like kids (laughs) are little and they don't wear clothes very long at all so whatever works for all of them and is interchangeable is so much more practical anyways Absolutely. I totally agree. And there's lots of folks that, that buy something from me, like um, like a shirt, say. Uh, the, they say, well, yeah, I'm going to get it neutral because my three-year-old son can wear it now and my one-year-old daughter can wear it in a couple of years. And and they love that for that exact same reason. I bought a $25 handmade shirt, but both of my kids are going to get to wear it, which means that we're getting every penny out of it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then some. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it just made me realize that people come to Mama Hen to get a Mama Hen product. And so I don't need to make products that stray from what I like and what I desire to make. <laughs> I, people, want, people want what I want to make. And so just trusting my own instincts and buying the things that I like and putting, pairing them in ways that I like and not buying what I, not projecting what I think other people might want to see. Yeah, yeah. So, I have a big question for you. Do you want to keep Mama Hen kind of the size it is, or do you want it to expand exponentially and like hire people and continue to grow it? And I know it's a personal entrepreneurial question, but where do you where does it fit? I would love for Mama Hen to grow into having an employee or two. Um, at this point, it's sort of at a good level for the amount of uh, of um, childcare that I have. If I were to get my son into into more childcare than or, you know, when he goes into school, that might look different and I think I could push it. I think if I were able to if I think if I had the time and space to push Mama Hen, it would and could grow exponentially and I would and could hire employees and and get some people on it. But um but I've had a few people say, "Well, who sews for you or do you have you ever thought about having someone in come in to cut patterns for you so that you have more time for the other stuff. And right now I'm not, I'm really just not ready to give that up. Like I I really like that. I know that every product that went out, I am completely accountable to. And, you know, God forbid there's 
some mistake with it or, or some, some, something was, went wrong with it, then that person is contacting me, the maker, and I am able to say, oh, yeah, you know, I, I made a mistake and send that back to me and I, I'm, I'll replace it right away. And I know that it was me that did it and, and, I'll, and I'll do it again, you know, and I'll do it better. Um, but this, just knowing that every, everything that was made, I, I cut that pattern and I sewed it and I looked at my seams and I made sure that it was exactly what it needed to be before it was sent out to my customer. Right now that feels really important to me. So I think that if, yeah. I think that my first step if I were and when I when I do um, hire an employee, that person will do administrative work for me. They can do things like making tags um, and you know some of some of the kind of busier work that that I end up doing with my husband at night on the couch while we're watching shows. Right. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and, and that would just that. allow me to like well, right. outsource the stuff you don't like to do and keep the sewing exactly. if that's what you really love do to do right outsource the stuff you don't like right but exactly we, so we, that's where I would we, start and and I do think that mama hen could grow exponentially and I would definitely like it too for sure so I want to talk a little bit more about this after the break but we do have to take a quick break but we're going to come right back and talk to Natasha Nolan of mama hen stay tuned Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Padar. And our guest today is Natasha Nolan. She is the brilliant genius behind uh, Mama Hen. And so, Natasha, we have we have a few minutes before we um, have to close the show. But can you tell us what is in store for 2017? What kind of new products are you going to have? Yeah. Um, well, I just keep getting more and more requests for items made for grown-ups. So yeah, I'm really hoping... Buddy. That's what I'd like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping to, to up the up the ante on the fancy pants, which is what I call my adult leggings. Adult leggings leggings in general are huge right now, and I want to give LuLaRoe a run for their money. Yeah, um, yeah. I know my products are great, and I wear them all the time. And so just, you know, moms and people and even, you know, even folks that... Um, are in like the business casual world uh, where my fancy pants to work and throughout their day. So I would love to make to to make more leggings and also I just started making hoodies for kids and I want to start making hoodies for grown ups. So I'd like to cool. I'd like to do some more adult products so that um, so that I can you know also cater to folks that don't have kids. Um, and I, I, there's a gap. There's a gap of, of making for kids ages approximately eight to twelve. So, I'm thinking more about how to how to cater to those that age because a lot of people make stuff for babies and toddlers, and um, and then it sort of peters out at around five six years old. Um, so I'd like to fill that gap or or find a way to make sure that there's handmade items available for for people that fall into that age range. Wow, that sounds great. And um, yeah, you have a lot of different things. You, I know you do nightgowns. You do, obviously, we talked about the leggings. You do little skirts. You do um, infinity scarves. You do, you do a, quite a bit of, of cool things. So, um, so how, can, how can people get in touch with you? Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm, as I've mentioned several times, I really try to answer people's emails really quickly. So um, I would tell people first to go to my website, which is mamahenspage.com, and, um, and you can email me that way, or, or come find me on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash mamahenspage, um, and message me there. I'm really fast about getting back to people's uh, questions and, you know, inquiries about products or fabrics and availability or turnaround times for custom items. Um, so, yeah, I would say check out check out the website first and, and email me with any questions. Um, it's also, I really have a lot of fun with my Instagram account. So not many people mm-hmm. message me there, but that's a really good way to see what's happening and kind of where I'm at. And I, I, I think that's a fun way to follow Mama Hen because the photos are fun and colorful. And Yeah, they are. I, yeah. I love following you <laughs> on there. Um, Natasha, thank you so much for coming on our show today. It's been an absolute pleasure to hear more about your business. Um, and... Before we end, we'll just give you a shout. Um, you know you can get in touch with us at Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. We're on Stitcher. We are on iTunes. You can always download us. If you don't miss, uh, if you miss the live show, we're on Facebook. 
backslash let's get radical. Uh, what else, Jody? What am I missing? Leave us some love. We yeah. love reviews. So we if love you could um, leave us a nice review on iTunes, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, please. And, you know, check out Mama Hen's website. Um, it's definitely worth it. And um, yeah, next week we're going to be talking to Tax uh, Girl. Tax Woo! Girl. So it's going to be like, I'm going to be sitting there listening. Liz, to you're going to be by yourself because me, ta- <laughs> me and tax girl Kelly are going to be geeking out I know, you're about all the changes like and everything really happening. really spoon feed me the reality of our tax situation, I think, moving forward. But no, I think it's, it's going to be a great show. Um, so Natasha, thank you again. And um, until so next much. week. We yeah, will, thank you, Jody and Liz. This is so much fun. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get radical. We'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management